Welcome to Parenting in Acadiana podcast, brought to you by Women's Foundation. Our goal is to provide you with quality information from local experts to support you in your parenting journey. Welcome back to Parenting in Acadiana podcast. I'd like to thank all the listeners so far for listening to all our episodes, sharing, and most importantly, leaving reviews. I think it really helps get our podcast out to those parents who are really looking for the valuable information here in Acadiana. So we really, really appreciate it. Um, I do want to give a shout out to all the listeners in Lafayette and Youngsville. You guys have been our top listeners so far since we've launched. So keep it going. Please keep sharing and also like us on Facebook. So today's episode, I'm bringing back a guest that you may have heard from in the past. Um, He's done a couple of episodes for us, and so he might sound a little familiar, but we'll be talking about something completely different that many parents here may get some good information out of. So I'm welcoming back Casey Barfield. He's with the Safety Premier Training Driver's Ed Program, so welcome back. Thank you for having me. So... Is this something you kind of do on the side as an instructor? This is a second job that I have uh, for my full-time job that I teach at Safety Premier Training. I teach driver's ed and driver improvement and defensive driving classes. So you stay very busy along with every other parent that listens. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, so we're going to be talking about driver's ed and I know... Let's see if I can remember. I didn't start driver's ed till I was about 17 because my parents just didn't think I was ready. So what age do you think parents should kind of start considering driver's ed and when is it kind of appropriate to start thinking about it? Well, it, I mean, it is a personal preference. I mean, a parent knows their children, so they know kind of what they're looking for. But most kids start driver's ed around 15 years of age. That is when they can start driving with an instructor is at age 15. So they, if they're looking at that, they need to start looking probably six months or so ahead of time mm-hmm. to prepare to get in class because they fill up quickly. So what can parents do to prepare before the driver's ed class? Because I know sometimes parents like to give kids a feel of what it's like behind the wheel. What can parents kind of do? So... First off, I have to you know, explain the law states that you cannot allow an unlicensed driver to drive on a public roadway or highway. So for parents to practice with their children, they need to find a uh, private road or some type of large parking lot like um, Cajun Field, you know, somewhere mm-hmm. like that, that they can show the kids the basics of the vehicle, you know, the gas pedal, the brake pedal, where, you know, windshield wipers, some basic things like that. Mm-hmm. One of the easiest thing they can do for kids, though, is when they're riding in the car, is have them put that phone down. Have right. them look, pay attention to where they are, tell them how to get places so they can start paying attention to roads. Also teach them what the signs mean and have the kid narrate kind of what they're the parents supposed to be or should be doing Mm -hmm. something else too parents should be aware of is that children emulate what they see so whatever bad habits parents may have instructors definitely see that in driver's ed so the parent who doesn't come to a complete stop at a stop sign or who um, may be texting and driving remember your your child they emulate what they see so that's 
they're probably going to emulate that too whenever it comes time for them to be by themselves. That's an awesome point because you should always lead by example exactly. and they're always watching. So that's I'm glad you mentioned that. Now, if parents wanted to practice, like you said, with their kids behind the wheel and you mentioned the Cajun Dome parking lot, like is it okay if other cars are kind of scattered or do you want it completely empty just for safety reasons? You, you would need to want it as completely empty and away from other people mm-hmm. and vehicles as possible. Um, something that's very difficult for kids to teach. You know, me growing up, I had a field that mm-hmm. I, I grew up uh, driving in, so I wasn't worried about hitting anything or things like that. So you need as much room and space as possible because they need that finesse of the gas pedal is very yes. difficult for them. So that's why it's very jerky at first and things like that. I remember that. If a parent <laughs> isn't comfortable doing that, um, that's what we're here for as instructors. We have a brake pedal on our side, you know, things like that that help prevent that. So it's, you have to use your judgment as a parent if that's something you can handle. If you get really stressed out and yell at, yell at them, that's probably not the thing <laughs> to do because they're already nervous and scared. Mm-hmm. So let's circle back to you mentioning, you know, putting your phone down. Are there any laws for against children using phones while they're driving? Yes. Under, um, it's uh, Louisiana Statute 32, 300.5, I think. It essentially states, though, if you are uh, under the age of 17, you cannot use a phone, period, while operating a motor vehicle. And that's hands-free Bluetooth to call mom, to call dad, you cannot use it at all unless it's for an emergency services to call 911. So it, if you can't use it at all, and we suggest turning it off when we are teaching and instructing kids, they have to make sure their phone is off and away from them. So are they still giving kids these days, is it a temporary license? Can you explain that? So a lot of things have changed over the last few years in reference to kids preparing for driver's ed. So now 30 days prior to taking a driver's ed course, they have to go to the DMV and get what's called a uh, temporary instructor permit, or a lot they call it a TIP, but mm-hmm. a temporary instructor permit, which is essentially looks just like a regular driver's license, except it says in little bold red letters on it that it is a TIP that allows um, a child to be with a certified instructor to receive instruction on driving. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does not allow parents to teach the kids to be on the road. Um, that is for drivers and instructors only. And they are required to get this before the first day of class with driver's ed. So to do that, they go to the uh, DMV with the same things that uh, they would need for their license, a birth certificate, passport, military ID, their social security card. Also, they are all required to have a letter from a school showing that they're enrolled. If there's a home school, they get it through the school board that shows that they're enrolled with the home school, but they have to have that whenever they go. And then they, they get the, uh, the tip for a fee. Now, then they can complete the driver's ed. 15 to 17 years of age are required to do 38 hours of driver's ed course. It's a 30 hour course in the classroom and eight hours worth of driving. That eight hours worth of driving is very basic. We drive with them two hours at a time and it only gets the, the basic stuff out with them. 
parents are then, after they complete the driver's ed course, they have to pass with an 80% or better in the classroom and a 70% or better with driving with an instructor. Once they complete that, they can go back to the DMV and they get their what's called their learner's permit. That's what a lot of us remember going and doing at the DMV. Right. Well, they, they do that. They essentially take their tip back to DMV and they essentially just exchange it out for a learner's permit. There's no extra cost involved in that. So okay. once you pay for the tip, it covers the learner's permit. And then the parents are required to drive 50 hours with their children during that, uh, before they turn 16. So 50 hours of on the road Mm -hmm. driving, allowing your child to drive while the parents in the vehicle with them. And at least 15 of those hours has to be at night. Hmm. And that's can be kind of scary for parents because us, you know, teaching driver's ed, you know, depending on whenever they're there, we may not get to drive with them at night. Mm -hmm. So night, as you know, night driving is very different than Mm -hmm. daytime driving, you know, the perceptions and, uh, with the lights and mm-hmm, how that affects mm-hmm. them can be different. So it's very important that parents understand that they, they are still a active part in helping teach them to drive. So, and then that's after they complete that it's minimum 16 years of age, they can go back and get their full license. Okay. And, uh, through the DMV, uh, they have to come back to the DM, the driving school that they took driver's ed with, and they take a road skills test. So you mentioned the driver's ed course. What are some of the things that you guys talk about in the classroom? Okay, so in the classroom, we cover uh, a wide range of topics. Um, everything that the DMV requires in the in their handbook that you can actually, and that's something that parents also can do and kids can do prior to going to class. They can go to the uh, Louisiana Department of Motor Vehicles website and they can download a copy of the handbook. We essentially cover the whole handbook mm-hmm. um, from beginning to end uh, for most things that we cover. The big thing that we go over, we go over signs and signals. A lot of people see the different signs there. Uh, us have been driving for a while can pretty much make out what some of the signs mean mm-hmm. or uh, figure it out. But a lot of these kids don't know. They don't know what the colors mean. That Every color means something and things like that. And we cover over that. We go over that extensively. Um, the different driving conditions that are there, you know, how to drive uh, in wet weather. Louisiana, we need that. Right. You know, making sure we don't drive in flooded roads and fog and, and all the different aspects of driving and curves. And, and um, one thing that that's really important too, uh, we try to cover, um, don't always get to depending upon time and the size of class, but we also try to show some basic maintenance of vehicles, you know, how to, how to change a tire. Right. You know, yeah. they, you know they, they need to know how to change a tire. You know, the, the, the young ladies don't need to, you know, always depend on calling, uh-huh. calling somebody to take and do it if they're somewhere to know how to do it. And it empowers them. They feel much better when they get behind the wheel after me and shown that because they, they, they know they can do it. And uh, so we show them some basic things like that. Checking air you know mm-hmm. on the tires no i'm mean, not teaching anybody to change oil but you know yeah. just the basic stuff if they get stranded and things to do like that um the simple basic operation of how to adjust your mirrors mm-hmm. how to adjust your seat you would, things that we take for granted when we get inside of a vehicle they they really don't know right these days um especially how to use a blinker how to use <laughs> 
that's I think more that's than important. just the children. Yes, that, that, that have that issue. <laughs> are there are there any updates to the book about how to use roundabouts? <laughs> you know, just curious. I, you know, I am waiting. It's going to be very interesting. Lafayette is getting a multi-lane roundabout. Yes, I see that. I I pass there daily. Yeah. And I'm very interested to see how that's going to work out. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, Louisiana is behind the times from the rest of the world as, yeah. as far as these roundabouts go. You know, yeah. That's, but it'll be okay. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. work it out. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> but we do make them go through roundabouts uh-huh. and, and, you know, correctly navigate them. Yeah, that's going to be interesting because I know I've, I've been through several, of course, not here, but... Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. In <laughs> uh, one of my classes I teach, uh, yeah, the, there's a lot of people who are uh, freaked out because it's getting a multi-lane roundabout mm-hmm. life yet. So I don't, I, I just want to go watch. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be a fly <laughs> on the wall, I guess. Yeah, so is there anything else you would like to add? Any pointers or anything you want parents to get out of this episode that you feel is important when it comes to preparing your child for driver's ed or just making sure that they're safe and confident when they're behind the wheel? A lot of parents we deal with, you know, they're, they're afraid, you know, it's, it's the, the fact that their child's growing up. It's Mm -hmm. a, it's a, it's a step. I know I have a, I have a, my son's about to start driver's ed in next month. (laughs) And, you know, as an instructor, it's still, it, it, kind of freaks me out because I mean it's that stage of him growing up and not not wanting not quite ready for him but you have to get yourself out of that comfort zone and start talking to them about it you want your child to be safe when they're behind the wheel of the vehicle so discussing with them leading by example and showing them some proper uh, techniques to do you know if you don't want them to text and drive put the phone down Mm -hmm. you know yes it's already against the law but there are a lot of people who obviously still do it put it down take in and show them uh, how to make sure you need to look point out when somebody runs a red light see don't do this because start talking to them and narrating them and it will get them more comfortable Um, we've had children come through the class who had never ridden in the front seat before Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, and as, you know, parents were scared, you know, and I get it, but you want them to be safe. You are the first responsibility in helping us make a safe environment for your child. You know, we try to take and give them all the tools, mm-hmm. but it's, it's really up to a parent to help reinforce those tools that we give them. Right. So I do have a question. What are the stipulations? Can I... Can a child who has their permit drive with a friend that has their license? So, okay, so good question. No. Okay, that's the answer. Straight up. (laughs) Not unless they can only ride with someone who is 21 years of age or older. Okay. Or a um, family member, immediate family member, like a, a brother or sister who is 18 years of age or older. Okay. They must be an adult that okay. they ride with because I mean you can't put two students mm-hmm. and learners in there mm-hmm. um, for um, boys distraction and girls to the biggest risk is distractions mm-hmm. with when driving it's not just the cell phone it's you know everything the eating, friends eating the, 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 the talking to the friends the yeah you know everything behind the, the wheel now what about seat belts I know this is not 
completely driver's ed? Well, I guess it is. But what are the rules on backseat passengers? Do you have to have your seatbelt on? Everybody in the car has to have a okay. seatbelt on. You cannot have more people in the vehicle than you have seatbelts. Okay. So everybody has to have one. Okay. And a driver can essentially be responsible for its passengers. Right. So that's that's good to tell your kids because if they're driving around and someone in the backseat doesn't have their seatbelt on, that can fall on the driver as well. That's correct. And it's also considered a moving violation now, which means if you get a citation for it, it can go on your driving record. Okay. Uh, used to be it was not. It wouldn't go on your driving record, but now it does. And the fine has increased. Good to know. Okay, so... A little plug about Safety Premier Training. Where are you guys located? So we are at 312 Gilbo Road, right here in Lafayette, uh, Suite 5A. We are kind of tucked away mm -hmm. um, back there, but uh, we are a uh, part-time, as far as driver's ed classes, we cover classes uh, a couple times a year, driver's ed. We do Easter break, two during the summer, and Thanksgiving break. We do when the kids are out of school because, mm -hmm. you know, we want to make sure they're there. And then we do the driving around their schedule. Um, we we are one of the only schools uh, in Lafayette are um, with, uh, you know, we have two of our instructors that are current or former law enforcement. Three of our instructors are either current or foreign law enforcement or national safety premier training. Um, you know, we you know, go check us out at mm -hmm. safetypremier.com if you get a, get a chance. Um, you know, we will talk to you about uh, everything we can. Awesome. And are you guys on social media? We are. We're okay. on Facebook and Instagram. All right. You guys will go follow them, get their schedule, get your kids scheduled for driver's ed. But 30 days before that, you need to go to the DMV and get a tip. So make sure you guys do that. And if you guys have any questions about driver's ed, please don't hesitate to reach out to Casey. He'll be happy to answer all of your questions. And again, thank you guys so much for listening and please subscribe for more fun episodes. <laughs>